Chris Hansen here of Hansen versus Predators to catch a predator and have a seat with Chris Hansen. Now I'm going to need you all to have a seat right over there because there's something you need to know. You're listening to the Chazcast hosted by Chaz Little. Enjoy yourself. I'll be watching and listening. Hey. Just gets you pumped. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting back into it. We got uh, the Chaz cast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Today, we got Dom Capone back in the big building. Building. Yep. Yeah. Uh, third time's a charm. Yeah. So, welcome back, brother. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, thanks for Make coming Make it a in. weekly thing, maybe. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. There's always a lot of stuff to talk about. So. Oh, yeah. We can't make it an everyday thing, but and we're we're all both diverse sports fans. Of course, so it's like course. you know, there's always something going on. Yeah, there's always a lot going on, especially especially with the draft that just happened, NBA in full swing, and and then baseball. We talked about that last podcast a lot. So yeah, yeah maybe we yeah, well, maybe we did love. We were just tuning into the Yankees Astros mm -hmm. game. Beautiful to see. By the way, just not what you want to see. Alex Bregman hit a home run. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, oh he had a home run. Oh, my goodness. For everyone listening to this, we're, we're recording this literally as the start of the Yankees-Astros first game in New York with fans. They're booing the hell out of the Astros, as expected. Mm -hmm. But Alex Bregman, that must feel really, really good. Imagine getting <laughs> booed like the way they are, and he just hits a home run. Oh, yeah, because they had every single person was given their, their full belly to oh, the yeah. boo. There's only 10,000, about 10,000 fans, maybe a little less, but it literally sounds like a playoff game. Mm -hmm. uh, we were just listening to some of the clips, and you know, let, me, let me see if I can get one out. Oh, dude, let me see if perfect. I can get one out right here, and because this is, this is magical. Yeah. Those are boos for Altuve. <laughs> oh, my goodness. As soon as he stepped up. To the play, and then uh, Michael K., the announcer for the Yankees, basically says he he's gonna experience three days worth of this oh, yeah. uh, over the course of the next couple of days. Oh my god! And it, but if the Astros just play through it, it'd be terrible to see. I know you, you just hate to see what Bregman did right there. He's <laughs> like, okay, you guys can boo me all you want. I'm just gonna go hit a dinger oh, real man. quick off Domingo Herman. But I want to maybe there'll be a fight. I don't know. I'm oh, I would love to see a couple pitches by some yeah. heads. Maybe some chin music, as they say. Yeah, we'd love to hear that. Um, But, yeah, so we'll still, we'll keep uh, off baseball a little bit. Yes, after last podcast, like we said. What we were just saying about how the NBA is in full swing, though, I, I like how it's 72 games and, like, nobody notices. You know exactly, what I mean? Like. Yeah. You don't need, mm -hmm. like, all 80 games. Like it, I feel like the only sport where you're invested in every single game is football, for obvious yeah. reasons, 16 games, and now they're moving to 17. But yeah. for basketball and baseball, obviously you're going to watch games, but you're not going to watch every single one. You don't have the time to. Mm -hmm. And especially with uh, with everything now, you could you'll watch other stuff, movies, anything like that. People aren't going to spend day in, day out watching games. But like you said, you blink, and the NBA season's almost – Almost done. I mean, the playoffs are right around the corner mm -hmm. and should be interesting. But I'll tell you, with the Knicks playing the way they are, I have not blinked one time. I've, this so, has been amazing, brother. I mean, la last week when we did the podcast, we were talking about the Knicks are in fourth, and if you believe it, they still have that spot. They so they didn't are. fall. They, they separated by a game. Exactly. They're, they're starting to separate themselves and become a, a contender in the East. Julius Randle just won 
uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Month. As you should. Very well deserved. Mm -hmm. And I I saw him come out with a quote today. I believe someone asked him about the MVP race because everyone believes it's probably going to go to a guy like like Jokic. Uh, But Julius Randle, probably not going to win it, deserves to be in that conversation. 100%. Um, absolutely. And I always wonder if it's like a, like a token of like, oh, you're in the conversation, but like no one's actually going to vote for you. Mm -hmm. But I can't see why he wouldn't get a vote. Like I, I mean, is it, do you do, I forget how the NBA voting works. It's just like 130 people get one vote. Yeah. Yeah. I think it should be Jokic. I know a lot of people are saying Embiid, but like you just watch Jokic day in, day out. Like. Mm -hmm. He, they won 55 games already. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I unbelievable. Mean, that's the thing. People, people like, when they're trying to decipher who's MVP, they go by different definitions. Some people think MVP is best player in the league. Yeah. Someone who puts up the best numbers, while other people take it for the, for the actual literal uh, words, most valuable player mm-hmm. for a team. And if you're going to tell me that Julius Randle is not valuable to the Knicks, uh, then I don't know what you're talking about. But I will say, with the same, the same breath for uh, Julius Randle and the Knicks, Jokic for the Nuggets is the same, even if not more, especially with uh, Murray out right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I really think so. And he proved it in the playoffs last year too. And it was like, you know, Murray was putting up 50 points a game, but like when you're playing against Donovan Mitchell putting up 70 of points. Of course. Like, but look, when you got that big man that just can spread the floor without even hitting like more than two threes a game, yeah. like, and but he can't even step out and hit the range, which is he looks it's so ridiculous. funny when he steps back and hit those. Yeah, it like, does. Like it's impressive and it's like heart wrenching when you watch someone like Joel Embiid like just hit him. But like Jokic is just so like fucking doughy and like yeah. just chuck it up <laughs> he did he did lose some weight but yeah but he was like he was like a doughboy out there yeah. and he the way he played was it kind of reminded me of uh, a younger minnesota timberwolves kevin love remember yeah. kevin love on that team the guy would drop 30 points you'd grab 25 rebounds walking out there looked like 400 pounds yeah. and he just didn't run a lap in his life yeah. but he could get up and down the court and just put the work in and it's incredible. But the one thing that I, I love from the Joker, those when, it, when he's in the mid range and he's just kind of backing someone down and he'll just kind of go into this fade away sometimes with even one hand. And it's just incredible. Yeah. It's incredible how he gets these shots off. And the fact that a big man, big man can get triple doubles like him in the passing is just ridiculous. It, it's fun to watch. And it, it's a true Testament to how the NBA is evolving. Yeah. Which I think is really sweet because, like, people were like, oh, it's all three-point shooters now. Like, Steph Curry's the new wave. But then you get these guys that can spread the floor inside and, like, take body on body even though they're like, oh, it's so soft now. Mm -hmm. They're like, nah, he's just dribbling his way in there, going two miles an hour, like, and he could still spin his way, give, like, like, the old school moves and, Mm -hmm. like, play great basketball and fun to watch basketball. Yeah, I know a lot of the old heads of the NBA don't like it. Like Shaq, like Shaq, I, I, a lot of people say he doesn't even watch basketball anymore. He just hates it that much. He just gets on TNT, makes millions of dollars, and just talks about whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And, and Shaq is one of those guys who, obviously coming from him being as dominant as he was, not shooting threes, not shooting free throws, not passing the ball. He's just primarily playing down in the paint. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he likes to see big men do what they're doing now yeah. in today's NBA. 
Yeah, because it'd be it'd be pretty embarrassing if like you got Shaq on one side and then Jokic just hitting yeah, threes, yeah, big yeah, yeah. addition dimes while also putting up twenty nine points. Like, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Yeah, but I love how it was a Donovan Mitchell that called him out for being a casual, and then like, <laughs> a few, and then like a few weeks later, like it came out that he doesn't actually watch the games, and you're like, wow, like he was right about being a casual fan, like, mm-hmm. um, which. I think it like and it's weird because like he's one of the main voices. Like if you watch NBA, like half the games are in TNT, so you're gonna hear him yeah. at halftime just like spewing. 100%. And he's but, not even. But that's the thing. Even the games that he's doing, but when you don't see them because they're on pregame, uh, halftime, and postgame, they have the game on in the studio. So people are saying like he's still not watching the game, even though it's on <laughs> in the studio. They're just making those jokes. Yeah, I'm just like, how can you not watch the game but then comment on it mm-hmm. the way he does? And that's why a lot of people don't like. Uh, the comments that he makes, Charles Barkley as well. But Bar- Barkley, I, I feel like he's just a brutally honest guy. He's going to tell you how it is. So that's why people don't – yeah, I know he <laughs> – I'm going to tell you, Ernie. Like, I can't even do it well. But like, I know. Let me tell you. He's great. That's terrible. <laughs> that's absolutely terrible. Um, I No, I was listening to a clip of Will Chamberlain in the 90s, mm. and he was talking about – Oh, like, today's NBA is so soft. Like, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, Shaq's bullying, like, these, like, weak-ass dudes. Like, I would have been bullying Shaq. Like, I was, like, uh, bench pressing 500 pounds. Like, they're calling fouls on everything. Like, and I'm just like, dude, that's what every – anyone who lived 20 years ago in the NBA says about the current NBA. And I was like, that's what Will Chamberlain was saying about the 90s when people are like, this is the toughest basketball ever played. Like, and we're like, well – this dude is saying the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. and that's true about every sport. I, you know, old old heads in baseball as well. They say the same thing. NFL is the same way. Like, there's mm-hmm. like, they make the jokes that you can't even touch the quarterback now. You have to wrap him up, lay him down on the ground, get him yeah. a nice pillow, maybe a little bit of hot milk. I don't know. Yeah. Just, just to, because you can't touch him. You can't yeah. touch receivers anymore. Over yeah. the um, back in the day, they used to literally almost clothesline and take off the heads of these receivers coming across the middle. Now you can't touch them until they have the ball until they lay a finger on the ball. And even then you only have a certain range where you can hit them. You can't hit them below the belt because of knee injuries and stuff like that. And you can't hit them obviously high because of concussions. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the older elder statesmen, they don't like the new sport. Yeah. And it's like the ones that are still alive and haven't Mm. committed suicide from (laughs) CTE. It's like, it's like, yo, like we're trying to keep you healthy here too. But like, I like agree. Like, okay. Like, yeah, a lot of the calls they call quarterbacks are soft, but an elite quarterback is a billion dollar asset. Mm -hmm. Like they get like what Patrick Mahomes is getting paid 500 million because he's worth 5 billion. Like he over the amount of money he's gonna generate over his career, for the team. Ju- just for him to get clotheslined because that's football. Yeah. Like they're not gonna make the rules that way, 100%. and it's just like you have to understand that. Like obviously it's a game, and yeah. you, like we play for the love of the game. Like I love the sport, but like the reason why it's a business too, and you, and businesses have to protect their assets. And Patrick yeah. Mahomes is the biggest asset in football, so yeah. the brand. Uh, that is the NFL and the teams. They have to protect their yeah. guy, and yeah. that and that's just what it comes down to. Yeah, and even just yeah, even what I said before, not even a money standpoint. It's like yo, like we're you guys are shooting yourselves in the head at forty at a way high, way too high rate. Like, yeah. and now like kids aren't even playing football growing up because it's like, well, this is like dangerous. So it's mm. like, 
well, like, you know, we have, like, slight rule changes that barely change the game because we want people to stay safer and be enjoy the game more and grow everything. And it's, like, what happens when the best athletes start not playing football anymore? Like, it, is, it's still a great game, and I'm going to love to watch it. Maybe it's, like, it doesn't even matter that the most elite people in the country aren't playing it anymore. But mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what people are saying, too. They're just saying, especially... Uh, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even put it on last year, but take last year for example, how there were due to COVID, there were no uh, preseason football games, and and people are saying even when they had the four preseason games, the first couple of games in a season, they looked like they don't know how to play the game of football, and there's no cohesion and there's no chemistry, and that's also because of mm-hmm. less practice, less yeah. OTAs in the summer. Yeah, they don't they don't force it on these guys anymore. Practice with pads is only like two, three days a week instead of five. Yeah. So, and, and it, the product, the product, I, I personally would say is not as good as it once was from mm-hmm. when, like, even when we were like growing up, mm-hmm. but it's still the number one sport, still the number one money generated sport. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something right, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're not in that office. Like, you're not making those decisions. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think I got, I wouldn't been able to make the decision whether like, but it's like, yo, so, so what they want to like keep Tom Brady healthy, you know? Are the Yankees getting blown up yeah. right now? No, all right. It's still one nothing. Oh wait, just uh, that's a lie. John Carlos Stanton remains red hot. Two run homer. Ooh. So two two one Yankees. He comes right back at him. Uh, we like that. Yeah, we you like, like that. you like to see that. And it's weird. Like I, I would not be someone who would like really ever root. I always end up rooting for the Yankees in the playoffs because like so many of my friends are Yankees fans. Mm. But, like, I always just want to, like, root for someone else. But th- when it comes to the Astros, nah, dude. I'm the biggest Yankee fan in the world yeah. right now. Like, it's funny. Uh, Barstool Sportsbook, they, I have their notifications on Twitter. <laughs> and they, they tweeted out, Alex Bregman goes yard versus the Yankees without cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they, uh, he was plus 260 tonight to hit a homer. So they just had to make it about betting. But yeah. that, that's just funny. Like, he had a homer without cheating. Congratulations. He can actually play the game. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> and that's like a thing, I, you know. We can't get back into that. We are we oh, already yeah. been talking about the MLB and and like how they're just so soft in the Astros and whatever. But what I'm I'm interested to see is I was like talking with someone about this the other day. Is how long w- will it take us to see the talent from the NFL breed into other sports? Like I think you already like you already know that the UFC. Every single play, like fighter that comes in and is now the best fighter mm-hmm. ever will no longer be the best fighter ever in five years, every five years. Yeah. Like, there will always be someone coming in that's, like, going to be better. Like, John Jones is, like, the undisputed, like, light heavyweight championship champion of all time. And he is the worst athlete out of his four brothers who are all in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, so he's, like, the runt of the group, and he's... <laughs> Like twenty two and zero, like the greatest. The case, the greatest UFC fighter, the greatest UFC fighter of all time, and he's not even the best athlete in his family. Like, and so it's like you know that there's going to be a lot of like trickle down effect to these Mm -hmm. other sports, and I'm fascinated to see when it finally gets to soccer. Because like I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I would love to see the MLS and soccer like become a legitimate sport. 
And I'm also like, you know, I maybe it's something about like I love America being the best at every sport. And like once we get soccer, the rest of the world is fucked. Oh, 100%. Because we were just talking about the Olympics and shit. I I don't think we'll see that in our lifetime, though, because the Premier League, I I don't know, overseas, that's just, that's the top notch. I mean, MLS, I will say, the fact that they have been able to get big names over here and playing, Mm -hmm. granted, Later in, in the like uh, like Zlatan when he came over and played for for Galaxy, uh, the fact that they can get some of those names that makes the sport bigger mm-hmm. in itself right there. I don't think this will ever happen, but if they ever get a guy like Messi who, who's like forty and just wants to keep playing, you never know. It, it, I think Messi's just so good that he can always just have have a spot uh, uh, overseas. But he also just bought his own condo and his family a seven million dollar condo. In Miami, Ooh. and the Miami FC's got yeah. you know a lot of a couple connections. They finally been playing some games well, and that's something where it's like Messi's such a like elite as far as like the most famous athlete in the world. All of a sudden, you're gonna get eyeballs on the game, mm. and once you get like you could get a 50 million people to watch an MLS game. Yeah. I don't think they've had 50,000 like. Yeah. But all year. The, but that, that's the thing. If you look at all the sports around the world that are major and generate revenue coming in, all of, all of them are in the U.S. The top sports are in the U.S. Soccer is not. So that's, that's a problem. And, the, and, it doesn't, and it doesn't help that the fact, uh, the fact that U.S. men's team can't get to the World Cup and they, they're trash. It, 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 if they were really, really, really good and they were winning World Cups and – and doing well on the national level, that would help a lot with the youth in yeah. in America to attract them to soccer. Yeah. But it, it's just not there right now. Mm. Yeah, like, bro, and it's embarrassing. We can't, not only can we not make the World Cup, we're losing to, like, Panama, Ghana. <laughs> like, just, like, countries that, like, have no structure, like, in their, like, sports going up. They just, like, are able to feel the team. Yeah. And we have, like, our, like, soccer uh, national team still has, like, millions in funding to, like, get our, like, our, the best players, the best training mm-hmm. that we have in the country. And they just can't produce. But maybe, you know, the, because if you look at sports in the fall, football, if the kids stop playing, they start playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Soccer becomes but, cooler. But that's the one thing about soccer, and I, I'll equate it to basketball. You can go out there and get a ball and just play. Mm-hmm. Basketball, if you find a hoop and a ball, you you can just go out there by yourself and play. Football, you can't play by yourself. Baseball, you can't play by yourself. Yeah. Soccer, you can go kick a ball into a net. Basketball, you can shoot. So maybe yeah. that. That's helps. why it's the. That's also why it's the biggest sport in the world. Because like, mm-hmm. yeah, you throw two flip flops down, you got a goal, mm-hmm. and like you got a ball, you're ready to play. But I also think uh, the like kids drive like what's cool and shit, you know. So if like all of a sudden kids are playing soccer and it becomes like the cool hip sport, like yeah. where like the coolest kids in high school are like playing soccer. That and, like, attra- get, yeah, that attracts yeah, the younger kids. They start getting that. chicks like over the football <laughs> team and the baseball team yeah. and, you know, the hockey team. That could help. You know, and I think it 100% too. And it could f- things can flip so fast. Yeah, I, I like that. So if you ask someone <laughs> high up in the in the business, and they ask you, and they're like, they're like, Chaz, how how do you think soccer is going to become big in the country? <laughs> it all starts in high school. If they're getting chicks, this this sport's going to be big. Yeah, they're going to keep playing. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then all of a sudden, you get uh, like Messi to bring eyeballs in, and so they mm-hmm. got big contracts, and like you realize, like, oh, I can make money doing this, and like they dream up being a soccer star, mm-hmm. and and I think the big thing for the to the U.S. right now. 
that kid, uh, Christian Pulisic, on the team, he was like 17 when he got onto the to the uh, nationals, the uh, the national team for the U.S. Yeah. If he if he can become like a star, and I'm not saying he's not a star now, but an even bigger star, like a sensation, like Messi. I'm yeah. not saying to be as good as Messi, but just be that guy in the U.S. That would be huge. No, like that would be absolutely at this huge point, for the sport. I had no idea who that was until right now. Really, like, I kind of remember like a guy, like a kid being good at 17 on the team, but like when you said that, I it, his name didn't register with the face yet. Let me see how old he is right now. He's, uh, tw- he's 22. Yeah, he was, again. Can you show me a picture? Yeah, it's a, he's a good-looking guy, too. So Very handsome. So And, and he's on Chelsea, so he... That we, that's what we don't like. Yeah, exactly. If it, he, and granted, if I was him, too, to make the most money, most exposure, I would go play Absolutely. for a team like that overseas. But it's not like he's going he's gonna to play in in the MLS because he's that good. He wants to go the contract, you know, he wants to go to, he wants to go to the premier league. So, but this is a kid who 2016. So he was, yeah, 17 years old. He was on the United States. Team. Like that's, that's crazy to me. I 17 year old. We love that. Mm. That's it's not, it's not like the NBA or like the NFL where you have multiple, multiple teams. This is the national team for the U S and he's yeah. on it. So I just hope he can, and he's still extremely young. He's going to be on this team a very long time. He's going to be in the World Cup, hopefully, if they can get there uh, for a while. And and that's the one thing I will say. The World Cup, that's when everyone even, uh, that, that's why they need to get into it. Because people, if, even if you're not a soccer fan, you watch the World Cup. I'll, I'll never forget watching the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget even watching the Women's uh, World Cup mm-hmm. uh, and, and seeing what they can do every four years. It's just a lot of fun. So much uh, fun. And, and just rooting for the U.S. on a national stage. And I know you're going to like that, too, because you want the U.S. to be the best at everything. I just love <laughs> I love rooting for America. I love the Olympics. You want them to win the most gold, uh, oh, gold medals. Oh, yeah. I was telling Dom before, I took minus 880 on uh, a prop bet that the Americans were going to win the most golds in the Olympics. <laughs> I put 250 to win, like, $39. Yeah. Horrible odds, but I'm like, dude, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna, I like, I'm rooting for him anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna bet on China like, yeah. <laughs> or saying. Russia. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, I'm not, uh, well, they're, I don't even know if they're allowed to stop. Oh, that's that's they, true. They, they, yeah, I love they, how they make them like dope and I love how, steroids, see, yeah. that also makes me feel amazing too because they were, their whole team was on steroids. Mm-hmm. Everybody they were putting yeah. out there was doping. Like, they were having the <laughs> archers dope. They were like, they literally did like the ski shooters. Like, that helps with eye coordination and getting a bullseye. Like, something, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And they were still losing, getting yeah. silvers. Like, you know what I mean? And Take so, a back seat. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I was like, because the Olympics are so fun. Like, like, Curling comes on TV, like I'm enamored. Like look at like look at these guys. Yeah, that's go. so much fun. Yeah. Like that's soccer, such a cool sport. I don't really watch like soccer. And like I love how I'm like, when when will like the MLS be like a real thing? And like I don't watch like soccer. Like it yeah. like I'm not contributing at all. It's more like when will other people make soccer like 100%. a big thing? It's like yeah. I mean so I've always feel that with the NBA. People are like or the, the WNBA, they're like, oh, like it needs to be bigger and like, you know, they need to be paid more. And I'm like, no one's watching. Mm-hmm. And like their their viewership's majority male, like, and like they only get like 200,000 views a game. Yeah, the, the fact the fact of the matter, speaking on that, that WNBA point you just made, I, I saw someone punch the numbers in for the WNBA. 
they are only a thing because the NBA is keeping them afloat. They're mm-hmm. actually doing less. They're not generating more mm-hmm. money. They're actually doing less than what they're spending. Yeah. So the NBA has to keep them afloat. Oh, and yeah. that's just one thing on the, the wage uh, gap right there. That's why they're not getting paid. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't even think it's, it's like a gap if you look at the amount of money produced. Like mm-hmm. they're making... Yeah, more. they're actually making yeah percentage. This percentage of what? Yeah. And they're then they're... But then they're like... Um, Oh, but like they need more exposure, like on ESPN, they need to talk about the, and it's like, um, like, no, like no one's going to tune it. Like maybe they would tune into that, but like, I, I like, have you seen a WNBA game, WNBA game recently? Uh, no. Oh my God, dude. Like it's watching D3 guys can't make a layup. Like it's like, it's like, I'm like, this is not exciting to me. Like, and and I I believe Shaq, Shaq was actually the one who sent it to, said it to Candace Parker on TNT. He basically said, and he was like, look, I am not joking. When I say this, I'm not making fun of you guys. This will help your sport lower the hoop to eight feet. And then she kind of looked at him like, who are you? Like, get back. But if you can have girls out there dunking, that would make it so much more fun. But do you think it would look silly? Like, it because, like, I, I don't like the... Because that changes the whole sport that they were just playing. When you lower the hoop, mm-hmm. like, it affects everything. Like, 100%. If, like, if you... if you Because there was a conversation a few years ago about raising the NBA hoop to 12 feet because the guys like LeBron, their head basically hits the rim when they're jumping. And I'm like, up. dude, I want their fucking nipples over that thing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's a good point because all these, all these, the women have been shooting on a ten foot hoop their entire life, and then yeah. you're gonna lower it to eight. I understand that. I understand that argument, mm-hmm. but I, I also understand Shaq's. Like, there's a reason the NBA is is what it is. You have high flyers who can dunk, and you got guys that can shoot. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, especially in today's NBA. So the WNBA, they have they have shooters, they have good players, mm-hmm. but you don't have anyone who can dunk. Yeah, that's a I, yeah, and like. But I think it's like they could create like a great sport, but the WNBA viewership is majority men watching anyway. Like women are are like yo, like we like want them to get paid more and all this stuff. Look, they only get paid two like two hundred thousand dollars a year. But women in Europe, may, or they or they get paid fifty five thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. in the WNBA is like the average salary. They all those women that play in the WNBA go play in Europe in the winter and they make over one hundred twenty five thousand to two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year playing in Europe. So like the Latvian league is producing more (laughs) more money than the WNBA is. It's like they're still like making real money playing basketball, but it's like this league is just like they're not producing like whatsoever. It's like it's like us going to Barstool and being like. We want to get the Chaz cast part of Barcelona, but we want to get paid what part of my take is getting paid. <laughs> and they're like, why is that? You're, you guys aren't getting the, the number of uh, listeners as they are, yeah. the number of subscribers. And like, we would have to build up to that. Like, yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I want that. Like, give it to me. I deserve mm-hmm. it. Like, it, that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. But not my problem. <laughs> yeah. Not but it's like, yo, like they still make legit money. It's just in Europe, not America. And it's like the same thing you say about like, like soccer players here. You're like, they yeah. should be making like a $10 million a year, well, like in the NFL. And it's well, like, well, yeah. all they got to do is go to Europe. Well, here's the thing. What, what's the number you just said? The average uh, contract in the WNBA? I think it's 55,000. 55. 55,000 is very, com- you can make a very nice living in the United States. It's not mm-hmm. even close to the poverty level. There are minor league baseball players who make 500 a month, mm-hmm. 600 a month, minor and playing minor league baseball. You don't see these guys complaining. And Major League Baseball prints money. They mm-hmm. print money. 
but you don't see them complaining. They, yeah. they have to go out there and grind and try to get to the, to the majors because they know if they make it to the majors, it's all mm-hmm. going to be worth it mm-hmm. because the lowest salary you could get is like 600 to 800,000, yeah. somewhere in that. And if you're really, really good, you're going to be making half a billion dollars like Trout. Yeah. So that, that's, that's mm-hmm. their mindset. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I I like uh, I like hearing about them like make like there's so like I I think like if you create a like if you're the like the lead at your sport like and no one's watching like guess what the top archery guy he makes a million and a half a year mm-hmm. but the second and third and fourth guy they yeah. don't even clear a million yeah. but it's like the yo the WWE none of them make over a million mm-hmm. those guys are tossing their bodies <laughs> and they get and thousands, they get views thousands yeah. of, they go around the country. Filling arenas mm-hmm. and none of them make a mail. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's um, all relative. It's all relative, yeah. But I'm not a businessman. And I'm sure there's going to be, all it takes is like one or one, one or two like businessmen or women that come in and then you can sweep the whole thing and create mm-hmm. a real business out of it. And yeah. like, and now like you don't need ESPN and all of these big networks to do like if you're an elite social media marketer like you could create a lot more engagement and shit and like create a real um what's it called platform yeah platform yeah for the for the women but I'm rooting for them 100%. yeah same I mean they're just trying to they're just trying to do their thing look at the end of the day I know they're not getting paid as much as the guys in the NBA but they are getting paid to play a game. <laughs> getting paid to play a game. There's yeah. literally people out there just struggling to get by day day by day. I and just saw on W uh, ESPN two the other day they got National Women's Hockey League now too, which is fire because I don't yeah. think they had that either. And I think they started a national or a professional women's soccer league too. So hopefully, maybe if they, like all like all the women's sports together start creating more buzz around them because mm-hmm. the, the hockey game like i just thought it was college hockey at first yeah. which i love watching and i was just like oh like well i i thought it was like um like high school hockey because just like the <laughs> way- first high school hockey then i thought it was college i'm like oh this is professional yeah, cause, hockey because like, well, they all had good flow too hanging yeah. out and i was like damn because but um and it was like it was weird because it was like nebraska versus maine and i was like yeah. is this like like the top high school teams, but it was still like a legit game and they were tossing each other against the boards. And I was like, there's a legit business here. And mm-hmm. I think, I think it would be sick if the, that league takes yeah, off. That too. would be pretty cool to see, mm-hmm. uh, see the women play hockey too. I want to mm-hmm. see them. I want to see them play every sport. I, I still, I'm shocked that there's not a professional softball league. I'm shocked that there, there's not one. bro. College softball's hilarious sometimes. <laughs> like they'll come in and like the, the field's like 130 feet. Yeah. So like, a big girl step up and you're just no, she's hitting a fucking. So, so that's a, see right there that the, for softball they play on like if the fence is like what two hundred feet maybe two sixty out to center or whatever it is. Yeah, they're playing on like a smaller field for softball. They're hitting dingers. They're getting eyeballs. If the WNBA just lowered the hoop, they'd be able to dunk. That's it. That's an interesting eye, take. Eyeballs. That's an interesting take. I don't know. I love how they play with a bigger ball too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Like I don't know, like bat. where that all like like split. I always see that with because I I feel so bad that girls don't get to play men's lacrosse. Like I feel like men's lacrosse is such a better sport than girls lacrosse, and I think girls would have. Like, I think hella girls, like, want to get in yeah. and, like, get rough and rowdy, start hitting each other, and, like, mm-hmm. put on pads and, like, yeah, play. And, course. like, and like but girls' lacks is, like, 
is just like so different. Like there's so many more rules to it. And I'm sure it's like a, to a lot of them. It's a beautiful sport. They love playing it. Mm. They they die for it. But I think like it would be so sick. But like I wonder where it split. Like you know, 60 years ago. Like uh-huh. okay, men play baseball, women play softball. Like who like where they decided that or like. I don't know if it was like you know how that how it's still kind of mm. going that way, but I don't know. Yeah, I it's want- gonna be interesting to see. I mean, even I I remember I think they I think they they ceased operation, but the lingerie football league, the girls playing football. I remember that as a kid. Bro, they would hit each other. They yeah. would hit each other. Like, that was a... Clean each yeah, other. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, it's crazy how, like, they didn't make a, like... So now there's no women's football league. Like, if they weren't in their underwear, no one thought it was, a, like, a serious business. But, like, dude, like, put some fucking pants on those chicks. I'd still yeah, watch that 100%. shit. Like, I'd 100% watch that shit. And a lot of those, like, I I remember being, like, 10 years old, and, like, I'm like, this is not real right now. Like, no way. Those chicks had cannons. Yeah. And, like, they were yucking the ball. Like, and I think it was, like, on an arena size. Uh, <laughs> there goes a cannon yeah, 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 arena yeah, size yeah, yeah. field. But I would see them on a like, full 53-yard field, like, yeah. 100 yards. Like, I would, I think that would be fucking sick. But I don't know if, maybe, maybe there's something coming out, but, like, have you know. seen that? I don't, I don't know. know. I have to keep my eye out for it. Yeah. Right. I would love it. That, they would not have to worry about low salaries. No. No, that would be fucking yeah. sick. They would, get, they would get eyeballs. Dude, maybe we got a business opportunity here. Maybe. Dude, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty, pretty dope. But I always think it's cool, like, where do they get that talent? Like, um, yeah, I, don't, like I have no idea. Like, do you point. think girls have just been, like, because they they, there's no, like, high sc- female high school football yeah. options? Like, I, think it's, I think they just get girls who like to hit each other, like to, like to always you know, like, I think like it, to play football. Yeah. I don't know, and, like, it's just catching, catching a ball or tackling. Like, yeah. tackling, like, you could teach in a week, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, you yeah, come in, yeah. yeah, you come in, get full speed, and, like, obviously you become better and better as like, time goes on, but. I think that would be, and like you know tossing football. There's definitely girls that like I love seeing on like the tossing bar stool. Like they'll always be like like yeah. chicks that can throw deep. Like. <laughs> yeah, seeing those posts. I yeah. mean, look, there's girls that can obviously play sports. It's just how do you tap into to get more viewers? That's the that's the yeah. bottom line. That's why I fuck. I hated like so many people were shitting on like Sarah Fuller. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she like. Couldn't even hit an extra point. I was like, dude, fucking, literally, she's on the team. Yeah, she's on and the there's, field. There's literally football. 80 guys on that team that are like, fuck yeah, like, that's my kicker. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, and it's like, dude, college kickers, like, fucking shank all the fucking time. Yeah, like, all the time. And I don't know. I thought that was awesome. But, like, it'd be sick if they just had their own league and, like, mm-hmm. colleges just had female football and, like, but... Yeah, I, I still can't. I, like, the one I'm most shocked about, that was softball. I can't believe there's not a professional softball league. Yeah. can't believe it. Because all, well, I think there's there so was, many softball. And it, like, I it imploded. Because so I remember Jenny Finch. Yeah. Like, she was a beast, and she was playing mm-hmm. in it, but it just, like. I mean, that's, the, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't even know if they play. I have no idea if they play in the Olympics. But speaking of Jenny Finch, like, she would pitch in, in the Olympics. That's yeah. how she, like, got her work in. You know? Wait, did they do? Because I know they, they bailed on baseball in the Olympics because yeah. it was just, it was not enough countries played it. Like you need a certain level of like where it was like it, we're like we're not gonna p- put this on the world stage if yeah. only Japan, America, and Cuba are gonna compete. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, they're, 100%, just, like, they're yeah. just like this. We, like this isn't yeah. what we stand for in the Olympics. Like no one else plays this fucking sport, and yeah. it's like 
You're not going to see, like, the Italian baseball team. <laughs> like, no. Even though I feel it. like they'd be nice. Yeah, probably. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know if there's a... Yeah, but, like, rarely do you get... I can't think of one. It's like, oh, yeah, they just got this, like, pitcher from Poland. Like, they don't play that shit. Like, yeah, you know. 100%. Um, but I love seeing... Anytime, like, real prospects, like, play out of, like, Japan and Korea. Mm-hmm. Like, I love how Korea got the their league going early on. And yeah, the, and, and everyone was, was watching. That was really was, fun. Everyone was watching that. on Like, it's, like, 1 to 3 o'clock in the morning. He's like, look, there's no sports on in here yeah. in the U.S. Let's <laughs> throw some, some Korean baseball yeah. on. Dude, I like how some teams were, like, the Pyeongchang Dragons. Yeah. And then other ones were, like, the Samsung Bulls, like you know, like, they were like somewhere like owned by companies, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. they just didn't give a fuck. They just like put it right in the name. I imagine that, like in professional sports here in the U.S. Oh, it'd be so oh, annoying. Yeah, like, it would be like the Capital One New York Yankees or something. Like oh that. yeah, oh, can imagine dude, that, dude. What uh, like wh- all right? What would be some good ones? Just like dude, like you know, it'd be like the Gatorade Gators. And, the Gator- <laughs> And yeah, like, of course. The Dasani Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, there's probably so many we could go through. That's crazy, though. Yeah, I don't never. I ho- the but apple, then again, apples. <laughs> fuck that. Dude, then again, like, all these all these leagues, all they care about is money. So, yeah. if it get, I mean, they're already putting, they're putting stuff on jerseys now. So, yeah. it could transition at but some point. That's that. why I think it's so cool about... Um, like the internet and YouTube and stuff is because there's so many things that have been like, oh, that's not going to work as a business. That's mm-hmm. not going to work as a business. Yeah. And then people put it on YouTube and they're like, well, or like, like, I, I'll think of a good example in a second, but it's like, oh, that was never going to work. That was never going to work. Like Hollywood execs were like never uh-huh. going to put a woman in this role or like yeah. in these type of shits. And then they do it. And because you could, anybody can be. Mm-hmm a television producer now with YouTube channel and like, and it works and it gets millions of views and you're like, yeah, like you were just being a fucking douchebag the whole time. Like there are real businesses here. And I think that'll be like great for like sectors that haven't really been a, hadn't had a chance, like given the full, like given the full push, like anybody's got a voice now, everybody's got a platform and it's like, I only follow shit I want to see on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know? So if, like, you're posting shit I want to see, I'm, like... I mean, you it, don't care who's running it's it. The yeah. people get, make the decision now mm-hmm. over over the, you know, just the execs. So mm-hmm. I think it'll, like, open up a lot of doors for a lot of people, and I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. And that, that's a good point you bring up there. Like, the execs, even though they, they are executives, they don't know everything. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they sometimes they're out of touch with what... The consumer wants and like you just said like if there's someone on youtube that's doing it right and there you go that's what you're Fuck gonna watch yeah. because there's so many different platforms and and ways to watch everything there's so many things to even watch like you you, you don't have the time to but that's why uh some things stick some things don't yeah How, but so it'll be exciting to see brother um one thing we were mentioning before because we were talking about the olympics I love you brought up DK Metcalf yeah. is running in. A, he's trying to qualify probably for the Olympic trials this uh, coming up next month. I mean, I'm surprised. I don't know if anyone's ever done it, but I'm surprised no other NFL player because we were talking about like Tyreek Hill and stuff. He's fast. Like, there's yeah, some guys. Well, yeah, no, and like real track speed. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? There was one dude from the Giants who ran on the 4x4 100 team and won a gold in uh, like 2008. Like, so I wouldn't yeah. be, I'm not going to be able to 
because if it wasn't like David Tyree or like, <laughs> like yeah, I, I wouldn't nice. be able to. But I remember a Giants uh, sprinter doing it because they are the best athletes. But I love uh, what's it called? Like I watched my brother ran track in high school, so mm-hmm. he was at like the meet of champions for uh, New Jersey, and yeah. I remember seeing Jabril Peppers step up to win the I'll get in the two hundred and the one hundred. And he was twice as thick oh. as everyone else in the race. Like, yeah. he was literally, like, every single guy was just, like, you know, like a real track star runner. And he was just a fucking brick. Like, yeah. giant and just explodes off the line. Got, like, 10 yards immediately and just won by, like, 15 meters. Yeah, like, like, he ran, like, you know, like a 10-10. Like, something unbelievably fast. I'm trying to, I'm trying to read this article right here. So, it says... Metcalf has, hasn't competed in a track meet since 2016 when he was a senior in high school. Uh, he didn't run he's, because he's going to run the 100-meter, I believe, flat. and he, So he never did that before, but he did do the 110-meter hurdles with a personal best of 14.89 seconds. So it's a great... That sounds uh, fast. I'm not, I'm not totally... A yeah, so that, that score right there was seventh fastest among high schoolers in the state that year. So but my guess is he's a better athlete now than he was five years ago in high school. So. You know what I also picked up from that? What? We were seniors in high school in 2016. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and DK, oh Metcalf, DK Metcalf is a man. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> DK Metcalf was in our same year, obviously, because he was oh born December 14th, 1997, so he's 23 years old. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Again, oh, yeah. I think we had this conversation before, but the fact that <laughs> we're older than some, some oh, guys. Man. I was I was talking about Jason Tatum. The fact that I'm older than Jason Tatum is just like, uh, no. on, <laughs> He's what putting up 60 on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, I, man, what did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely did not put in the work that DK Metcalf no. is, but I... A hundred percent wasn't blessed with the gifts that <laughs> yeah. he was given. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, his his frame is ridiculous. Six four two thirty. You know who he does remind me of? Who? Elijah Moore. Oh, that the Jets drafted nice in the transition. second round. Nice transition. Oh yeah, always back to the Jets, baby. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't talked about the Jets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, normally it's right this off. This is this is a huge, huge past week for us Jets fans. I mean, it, it's elite. The, oh, I, I think it's the start of uh, something special here here in uh, here in New York, dude. I also love like because people are like Joe Douglas this Joe, and I'm like, dude, I'm riding with him. Yeah, like I, he hasn't done anything wrong. Like, and they trust him, and he's fucking. Uh, you always trust a bald man in charge, mm-hmm. and you know, and he's a thick dude. But and the, he, the way I the way I look at it is this: obviously, they were gonna take Zach Wilson. We said that before. So they got their quarterback. Now what do you have to do for a young quarterback? You have to give him protection and talent surrounding him. And that's exactly what they did. They got Michael Carter, the running back, Elijah Moore, and they got Elijah Vera Tucker. Those are great picks. Four offensive picks, four straight picks for Joe Douglas and his team, and then six straight defensive picks. Yeah. So he's trying to, I guess, balance it out. Yeah, he's trying to balance it out that way. And the fact, I think the coolest thing about the Jets draft is they drafted two Michael Carters. I mean, that is. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was so confused for a second. I was too. When When I first saw it, I was like, it was like the Jets draft Michael Carter running back out of you know NC, and then I see, uh, like a few hours later, the Jets draft defensive back Michael Carter. I'm just like, okay, that has to be a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, and then they're uh, everyone on Twitter is just freaking out about it. It's just it's just a funny little thing. And then they tweeted at each other like, "What up, twin?" and stuff like that. Yo. So, and then I, I didn't I didn't know this. 
there was a clip circulating that the Michael Carter from North Carolina, the running back, trucked Michael Carter, the defensive back in college. No way. So they got a little history there. That's so they awesome. played against each other. So I, I'm, yeah, I mean, it's just so cool. Uh, what the Jets did in the draft. A lot of professional experts are giving them like an A. And, oh, which is some. It feels weird. It does. It really does. And I saw. I saw some. Some stats somewhere that the past two drafts, uh, in the first five rounds or whatever, Joe Douglas has picked five offensive players. Obviously, Mackay Becton last year. Mike McCagnan picked five offensive players in like his whole span of being yeah. a GM. So the, the, the Jets were always focused defense, defense, defense. I'm happy they're starting to take the approach of offense because that's what drive, drives the league now. Yeah. You need offense to compete. Yeah. And the Jets had no offense last year. Yeah. So I, I'm really <laughs> excited. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but, you know, give me six, give me seven wins, and I'll be oh excited, man. I, I'm going to be extremely, extremely Dude. happy. And I just want to see Zach Wilson put on a show. And, and I, I'm not going to say I heard Zach Wilson, but – it's not like he was the only quarterback in the first round because people were obviously saying, okay, Trevor Lawrence and, and Zach Wilson. There were five quarterbacks picked in the first round. So he, they're, they're going to they're gonna be synonymous with each other for the rest of their careers. So mm. I, I don't think Zach – hopefully Zach Wilson's not thinking about it on that level like I am, but I'm, I'm thinking about like, man, I hope Zach Wilson's better than Trevor Lawrence. He's better than Trey Lance, better than Justin Fields, better than Mac Jones, who's in the same division. So yeah, uh, I, I'm just hoping he has a good rookie campaign and he shows promise. Yeah, last time we picked a quarterback, there was five quarterbacks in the first round gone too. Yeah, that oh, man, that didn't end up well. Yeah, uh, well, I think well, we just did not give Sam Darnold. No, and I, that's why like we talked about it last time. That's why I'm, I'm still a huge Sam Darnold fan. St- I still think he can compete in this league and be a very good quarterback. I just hope Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers can do it for him. Yeah, I love the like we so we were talking about on the podcast like I wonder what they're doing Teddy Bridgewater. Four yeah, hours after. Four hours later. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's a they traded him. <laughs> we're like, no way. Yeah. I mean, it, it was going to happen, I feel like. Like I said, I think I said on the pod, they're either, either going to trade him or at some point just be like, Cause eat it and, and maybe drop him. Did Matt Rule sign Teddy Bridgewater? Because I feel yeah. like he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times that happens where when a new GM and coach comes in, no matter what the – players did they're gonna renew like yeah they want their quarterback they want yeah their it's guy. like you're just gonna build your team like you want to build it based off like you know just i think i think teddy got there after matt rule got there let me uh, look oh yeah good call and i yeah yeah 100 because he was only on the panthers one season 2020 because that's when he signed because in 2019 he took over for drew Brees when he was injured and he put up some put up some numbers so yeah he won five and Pan- yeah the panthers took a flyer on him yeah and it worked out a little bit mm-hmm. last year not that well he played well. Yeah, he played well. They just had a lot of injuries on their yeah. team. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Sam and Robbie Anderson back together. And Robbie, exactly. Robbie Anderson. You I know love, they're going to get that uh, the deep ball going again. I That's lo- what they like to do. That was, like, the few flashes of, like, good shit Offense that went on in, Jets. like, his career. And so it's like, well, he's got that back. They got CMC in the backfield. Yeah. They're starting to get a little bit of an offensive line. Hey, look, they, they have a team, and they have talent surrounding Sam Darnold, so I wish yeah. him the best of luck, but my focus is on Zach Wilson right now. I'm all in, brother. Yeah, I am, too. And it's like, also, like, yo, I, I follow the Jets as a hobby. Like, I don't have the time to be like, 
well, is he going to be better? It's like, no, I'm just, I have more fun when I'm all in saying, this is our yeah. guy. Let's go win a Super Bowl in five years. Like, let's, you know, let's, let's see him. But I still have it in the back of my mind that it's the New York Jets and they drafted Zach Wilson. So he's going to fail. And Justin Fields and Mac Jones and Trey Lance are going to be otherworldly and have a yeah. great career. And Zach Wilson's going to be, I still have that, that in the back of my, in the back of my head, but I hope it's not true. Trey Lance has been my favorite since last year. Like I thought when I first watched him play in North, because dude, that's what like gambling does to you. It's like, you end up watching North Dakota state games. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I remember watching him two years ago and I was like, Oh my God, like who is this kid? And I was like, the Jets got to, should get him this year. They're like, no, like, he's a true freshman. Like, he still has, like, a whole nother year left. And that's why I feel bad that he didn't get to uh, – they, they didn't get his transfer. They didn't let him transfer mm-hmm. into, like, FCS or anything, like, yeah. right away because they weren't playing last year. And so he didn't get a good judge. But I think he could be the best one. Like, yeah. I'm – like, I'm rooting for Zach Wilson. But if I would, like, to make a bet that we were going to come back five years from now, who's having the best career – my guess is Trey Lance. So yeah, and that's, and I wouldn't disagree with that because all these guys are really, really talented. So you just I'll, never know. I'll pick you know? within fifteen picks. Yeah, so, crazy. Oh, dude, crazy. How terrible was it seen on Instagram? People putting the photos of Mac Jones shirtless next to Tom Brady shirtless. Yeah. Well, and, the one thing I don't even care about that. The one thing Mac Jones really pissed me off. Did you see his walk from? The green room out to the sprinting. It was just like yeah, it was like a, a brisk like sprint. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like you look like a, a like a chooch. Relax. Yeah. Like you just look so weird. Everyone's just ripping him, and and, uh, and they were like saying, of course, this dude Mac Jones walks like that, looks like Tom Brady shirtless, yeah. is playing for the Patriots now. Just oh of my course. god, I got the two yeah. Deweys. Yeah, I mean, under you, his you, belt. yeah, <laughs> of course, you got the two Deweys. We talked about that <laughs> earlier, but yeah, I mean. It, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out there and wins, like, three Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> like, say what you want to say. Like, he had the best receivers. They were always open. Yeah, but he put it on the chest 80% of the time. Mm. Like, no one – like, Baker Mayfield led the uh, um, college football in completion and won mm. a Heisman and threw 71.5%. Mm-hmm. And Mac Jones shot 77.5%. Yeah. Like – Throw him for 50, 4,500 yards. Uh-huh. Like, best team all you want. Like, there's some talent there. Like, yeah. dude, I thought the, the the cool stat coming out of the draft, someone tweeted this out. They were like, unless the Jaguars go 17 and 0, Trevor Lawrence is going to lose his first regular season game of his life. He went undefeated in high school and undefeated in college in the Holy regular season. Holy shit. He's never lost a regular season game. Yes, he doesn't. What? Yeah, he won't. Dude, but- imagine that. Imagine Trevor Lawrence goes 17 and 0 this year. With, wow, with the he's Jaguars. never lost a game. Never lost a game. Obviously, he lost when it mattered. Wow. Oh, yeah. But, you know, in the What playoffs, are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> he only won one championship. Yeah, like, what a loser. Yeah, I mean. He's no Tom Brady. Yeah, right. Oh, Tom, I don't, they were, they were like top 10, but they were, I don't know what bowl they competed in, in uh, when he was in Michigan, but. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom Brady won the national championship. In football? In college? I think I so. like how I said in football. I meant yeah, 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 yeah. Like in another sport. Well, let me, yeah, yeah, national championship, 1997. He won with Michigan. They won the 1998 Rose Bowl, 21-16 over Washington State Cougars. And the championship was Michigan versus? But he was a backup. That's right. Brian Greasy was the. Uh, oh, that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, he's still a champ. It's like, it's like Carson Wentz. Is Carson Wentz a Super Bowl champion? Yeah, he's a Super Bowl champion. But he didn't play in the game. <laughs> it was it was Nicky Foles. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, I do like, uh, wait, no. So Nick, I was really excited for Nick Foles to play in Jacksonville because you got to root for Big Dick Nick. Yeah, he's like the best. he's so fun. Like best I, backup quarterback who ever played the game. Yeah, <laughs> right. He has to be. He won the Super Bowl. Mine. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> such a good point. <laughs> He has to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, now he's on the Bears. Now he has to compete with Justin Fields. Oh, he's on the Bears now. Yeah. I thought he used to be on the. Uh, yeah. He was. He was in Jacksonville 2019, and then he he went to the Bears. Oh yeah. And then he 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 um he was traded to the Bears, and then he backed up Mitchell Trubisky, and then he was named the starter because Trubisky was awful. Oh yeah, that was really bad. Mm-hmm. They were trying to go back and forth, and neither of them yeah, was good. No, yeah, neither of them can do it. See, that's the thing with Nick. He's only good when he comes in as a reliever. He can't <laughs> be a starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he coming in in the fourth quarter throwing three touchdowns yeah, like dude. three games in a row? Kinda, yeah, that's what he does. It kind of reminds me of like Ryan Fitzpatrick is, yeah, he's a starter in the league, but he only has it for like a little bit, and he just shows, shows glimpses of like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, and then, you know, yeah. and he just kind of falls off the rails. It's like the same thing he did with the Jets, throwing 31 touchdown passes. You know, that in 2015, and then the next year, I remember him throwing like six picks in one game against Kansas City. Yeah. Like these guys, no consistency. None. And like, dude, very few quarterbacks put up 400 yard games ever. And mm. like, Fitzmagic will string three of them in a <laughs> row. And like, nothing was better when he was in Tampa and he was coming out with the oh chains. Like, yeah. they ended up having a terrible season, but yeah. the first, the, the first, first few games, they he was were throwing like four or five touchdowns a game, <laughs> 400 yards. Like, Unbelievable. Like, I'll always love Fitzmagic. And, yeah. Um, uh, where is he now? Is he in? Oh, Washington football team. Yeah. I love rooting for them, too. Like, See, that's the thing, dude. Washington has a good team. They just won, They just got to the playoffs last year. That was hilarious. If Fitzpatrick has a solid year, they could get back. I mean, I know a lot of people, like the Giants, they spent a lot of money, and they a lot of people expect them to get to the playoffs because if they don't get them, it's out, and then they're going to have to revamp the whole team. Uh, just because the new guy is going to come in and he's going to want his own players. Uh, but anyway, Washington's still there. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get from the Cowboys. You, you are getting Dak back. But oh, wow. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I don't know what you're going to expect with uh, Jalen Hurts or in your, in your team in Philly. Fuck the birds. <laughs> <laughs> but at Washington right now, look, they're, they're coming off the, the NFC champion, uh, the NFC East uh, champion. So. Do you think – there's going to be people out there that uh, are voting for Heineke to start some games. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure. That was awesome. We love a good story like I that. I mean, the fact that he, what was he, what was he teaching? He was like uh, an engineering he? student. Yeah, somewhere. something. No, yeah, he was a student. That's right. <laughs> and there was, yeah, he was a student and then he had to email his teacher and be like, look, can I push the final back? Cause I'm playing in a playoff game against Tom Brady. <laughs> Amazing, oh my bro. Gosh. Imagine that. Imagine emailing your teacher just being like, look, I can't come to class because I'll, I'll be playing against Tom Brady on national TV. If you don't if you don't believe me, just tune in on NBC or whatever it is. Be like, uh, dude, if I was a teacher, I'd be like, dude, like, you need all the help you can get. Don't even worry about the final. I'll give you a B yeah, plus yeah, if yeah, you yeah, want yeah. it. <laughs> bro, that's oh. so funny. Yeah, I love it. Like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's different. There's a lot of, like, revamping in the league. I know it's, like, so many things about sports. It's, like, oh, like, this has happened there, this happened there. And then it's always, like, the top four teams that, like, you knew were the best yeah. four teams, like, mm-hmm. going into the season. But but that's why it's great. And, like, basketball, because I saw the stat. It was five years ago. The four worst teams in the East were the Nets, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Knicks were the four worst teams. Yeah. And now the four best teams in the East are the Sixers. Hey, Knicks, tanking and works. 
Thank wow. you. Especially for the – I mean, obviously, you want to win a championship, but the fact that the turnaround was so good, they tanked, the 76ers tank, 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 tank for all those years, and they ended up getting, like, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. and they just, you know, started winning games. Yeah. I mean, the Nets the – Nets, the Nets tanked, but then they traded all their draft picks away, so then they couldn't tank oh, because they weren't right. getting anybody back for that. But So the way they built their team, I give a lot of credit to, to, to those guys over in Brooklyn. I don't. Nah, I know Come on, just signing Kevin Durant and Kyrie. No, and but, no but even, bef- even before that. Even before <laughs> no, that they, a I love their team. team. I yeah. love the before team that, with D-Lo. Yeah, that was a good team. Okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I did love not, that Not team. now. I don't, Dude, they, I don't like, care about them now. Oh, yeah. I'm saying the foundation that they built when they had nothing. Mm-hmm. They had no money, no money uh, for a cap space. They couldn't sign anyone. Mm-hmm. They had no draft picks. They just developed talent, and they became a playoff team with Dude, D-Lo. they had like O.J. Mayo leading their team at point guard in the playoffs. Like, unreal. I don't know. I mean, I don't like the Nets either, so um, yeah. I'm, I don't want to see them win. Um, yeah. Are so they are they in second or first right now? No, uh, I believe I believe they're. I don't know. I haven't. Dude, looked the, at the NBA standings. playoffs are gonna be. I so see. That's the thing, bro. Year. Like I'm. I'm look. I look at the standings occasionally, but I really don't care until I get to like playoff time. Uh, but then the no, the Nets are in second. They're a game back of Philly right now. Um, but I I, I don't know. I think. I think the play-in games are going to be cool this year. Dude, the bubble playoffs were unbelievable mm-hmm. last year. They were so fun to watch. Like, I don't know. Yeah, if especially, was- I, I, I wouldn't say we took sports for granted, but the fact that we didn't have sports for all those months, and then the NBA decides to come back, bubble format, and then you're just seeing these guys ball out. In the, because it basically was the start of playoffs. They had like six, seven games to get started. And then they were right into the playoffs. That was oh, awesome. Because yeah. everyone was still quarantining, basically. So. Yeah. And all those games leading up felt like the playoffs, like the Trailblazers are fighting for the spot. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Sun's yeah. going 8-0 and, 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 yeah, and missed Dame, still. Yeah, that's right. And Dame Lillard was dropping like 50 a game. Yeah. I love how the Suns didn't slow down. They, they're they like second in the West right Oh, now. I know. The so Chris Paul, I mean, he's the floor general. He's the, he's the guy. The fact that they're 46 and 18, the Suns. Dude. 46 and 18. So Chris Paul... I mean, he's not going to win MVP, but I know a lot of people are saying putting his name in the MVP category. Yeah, and I, and I, I'm a I'm a firm believer that MVP means most valuable player. That's why, like, even if Kevin Durant put up the best numbers on a team like Brooklyn or like Golden mm. State, I don't think he should win MVP personally. Yeah, I think it should be a team that no one really expected. A guy who's putting up numbers like, uh, you know, like Julius Randle, like a Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's but um, I I also one thing we like we mentioned that before about how I feel like so many times like people in the NFL right now are saying the MVP is a quarterback's um award award a quarterback mm-hmm. award and now in the NBA two years ago if you said it to anyone it'll be like who's ever putting up thirty four a game that year mm-hmm. like whatever point guard or shooting guard like is put up it's a point guard's mm-hmm. award now. Because the center hadn't won it in 17 years or something. Like, Shaq was the last center to win MVP. and And, Yeah, and I think going off of that, too, I think Steph Curry has to get looked at this year, too. He's leading the league in scoring with 31 points per game. The the month of April he just had, he put up a record 93 three-pointers in one month. Unbelievable. 93. So I, I I think he should be in. But getting back to your point, I mean, we haven't really seen big men win these awards. So the fact that... We have two in the conversation that I can think of, or really three if you want to add Julius Randle there now because of Embiid, Jokic, mm-hmm. and and uh, Randle. That's that's big time. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Dirk was the last one I could think mm-hmm. of. 
I, I can't, I can't, because it was a weird, I will say it was a weird transition period because you were going from the old school guys like Shaq, dominant players down low to Steve, these, Steve Nash won two. Yeah. And the, don't tell Shaq that because he only has one and he hates <laughs> that. And he, and then the big men started this transition about a decade ago of starting to shoot mm. and, and shoot a lot more. So and now that I think we're starting to see the effects of that. And there's so many big men now that can shoot in the fact and the fact that big men who haven't shot are starting to shoot, like a Brooke Lopez, he never shot the basketball outside of like 20 feet, mm-hmm. 25 feet, and now he's shooting three-pointers daily. Yeah. So. Unbelievable. I mean, you go back and look at how many three-pointers he took with the Nets. I think he took maybe like like 10 total. Yeah. And he, he takes 10 in a span of two games now. Dude, that's one of the most amazing. Well, like I saw that same stat for Anthony Davis, rookie year, took zero. Mm-hmm. And they were like, he took nine in the game today, yeah, like yeah, yeah, 80 yeah. this whole season. And I love how by like um, week 16 or ga- the, like the 16th game of the season, Julius Randle already hit more threes than his whole career combined. Like he's been playing out of his fucking Yeah, Rand- Randle's been shooting the ball very well. Oh, my God. Very well. And every time I shoot it, I'm like, no way. Oh, my God. It went in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you start to expect it, like, oh, it's the Knicks. Okay, Randle's going to break this one. Oh, my gosh. He made it. Like Every, every game, I am so like – you're, you're, you're waiting win you're, it again. You're waiting for the high to end, basically. Yeah, and, and, and I'm just like, they're not going to win again. They just keep winning. They're not going to win again. Win yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. And, oh, my like, dude, now they're like, they'll be seven-point favorites. Like, mm-hmm. And we, uh, I love how, like, my the weird, the weird my train of thought goes, soon we'll get it more locked in better. But I was yeah. about to say about Chris Paul was the, ol- the only team to beat the Knicks in the last, like, four weeks. Mm. They've all, they're they're yeah. like 12-1. and one. And mm. the, that at the end of the game, bro, was – unbelievable like he was just flopping around like he was Devin Booker like you know what I mean <laughs> just hitting these like turnaround fadeaway twos yeah. like and I was telling you, I had my buddy Harry on here for a podcast and he was trying to tell me CP3 wasn't a winner because he never won a championship and I was like dude you're out of your mind like that guy's a winner mm-hmm. he was one bum ankle away from yeah. w- beating the Warriors the best team ever and if you think about it the, the way to win in the MV, NBA now is to team up with people. And the only team that, yes, you can you can say that the Clippers team, he failed there. They should have won much more than they did. Yes. And maybe with the Rockets. But all these, like he went to he went to OKC. I remember the graphic, that famous graphic. It was the beginning of the season. It was like 0.5% chance of making the playoffs. And, and he got them into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Suns coming off, I don't know how many losing seasons. I, I the last time they made the playoffs was, I don't know, like a decade or more I, plus. I never thought they were going to be good. And he 46 and 18 now. So Chris Paul, even though he hasn't won the championship, he is a winner. I mean, the fat and uh, he's one of the best point guards who ever played this. Dude, game. I this is like something always happens with those teams. Like the Jazz have done it the last couple of years, and like they always just end up getting beat by. The LeBron. Yeah. Like, there's always... And and that's what the NBA has been like for the past decade. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good teams, but started in the East, LeBron's going to be in the finals. That's how it's going to go. And the only time LeBron didn't make it to the finals is when he didn't make the playoffs his first year in L.A. Because he was was hurt for 18 games, and they fell out of playoff position in those 18 games. Yeah, but I think when he got hurt, they were like the fourth or third seed. And then by the time he got back, they were out of it. Yeah. And it was like... And then the next year he came back healthy... And they won the, the championship. championship. Mm-hmm. Like, it's unbelievable. That's why, like, even though LeBron's hurt right now, even if they – right now they're in the fifth seed. If they drop into the playoff, playing game, maybe it's a different story. But I, I just – 
LeBron's going to somehow find a way to get the Lakers back to the championship. Yeah. Like, somehow. If, if he's – I, we were talking about before about whoever came up with that shit's got to be fired. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And and he shouldn't have said that. I mean, like, LeBron – sometimes LeBron pisses me off with some, some, things, some of the things he says. Yeah. Like, dude, you didn't say that when you were the one seed – you're saying yeah. that now. You said the exact opposite. Yeah, you said the same exact. You said the exact opposite. You're only saying it now because you know that it's a reality that your team could be playing in that game, yeah. especially because you keep sitting out games and they can't win without you. Yeah, and if he, if he stayed healthy, the first 25 games he was my MVP. Mm-hmm. Like who? That's who I was like. They gotta th- they gotta give it to LeBron. Like they yeah. the Lakers were like 25 and two. Like and I was just like yeah. he's clear. Like he's still getting nine assists a game, putting up 25 points. Like. Mm-hmm. He was the MVP, but it's you just got to stay healthy for that award. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, which is, I think, fair. Yeah, that you got to be healthy to the whole season, and yeah, I, I I would agree with that because again, it's again my definition of most valuable player is the most valuable person to a team that doesn't have a lot of talent. So you're not valuable when you're hurt, huh? Oh, you're yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not valuable when you're hurt, mm-hmm. and. And even though I don't think LeBron's going to win an MVP the rest of his career, because I just think he had like, I, and the, and the writers get to this point, mm-hmm. you could realistically give LeBron MVP every single year. They won't because he's already he already has like four, yeah. so they're not going to give him another one, and they want to give it to other guys. But yeah, I he if he stayed healthy, he would be obviously in that conversation. Yeah, he's still in that conversation even though he's not healthy. Because just look what the team has done without him. Yeah, they went from the number one seed to now on the brink of. In the play, yeah, which would be hilarious because I'm pretty sure they lost every game one last year. Like the, mm-hmm. they played the Trailblazers, they lost yeah, game they one, had they a, won four. Yeah, they would do the gentleman sweep where they would let you take the first and then just yeah, the, back, the, the gentleman sweep. Yeah. yeah, the back four they beat you. Yeah, but that's why I was. Uh, that's why we were talking with Chris Paul, and he was one shot away. Like he took the. They were down 102, 103, uh, like against the Rockets, and all he had to, that he was one shot away. And I wanted him because I thought it was Chris Paul's like farewell to the NBA. Yeah, proved me so wrong. Oh, so wrong. like because and uh, same with Melo because. I love that Melo got to get the gentleman sweep from LeBron and like yeah, yeah, his yeah. wine drinking buddy dapple yeah. up, be like, because it was like their whole career, like your best yeah. friend just dogged you and like never gave you a chance. Of course, and um, feel bad. Carmelo just got into top ten scoring all time. Congrats! Right? We'll give, and we'll give Stay him stay mellow. Dude, this this league basically shunned Melo. And Bro. he and now he's like, 10. oh, you got to fit in your role as like yeah. a bench player. I, I will say Melo didn't make it easy on himself because he basically said like, bro, I'm not a bench player. I'm a starter. Yeah. And that teams are going to be turned off by that. But mm-hmm. I'm happy he's back in the league. I'm happy he found a home in Portland and he's doing his thing. So sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. I love Carmelo. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I don't know. Like, it would be so weird to see like, a Suns Nuggets Western Conference Finals, like it's, we always you see so you always think this going into the like into the thing, and then it's always just well. Last year it was sick when the Nuggets came back three one against the Clippers, and the Clippers keep choking. So as of right now, I don't care if the Clippers went eighty two and zero or seventy two and zero in the regular season. I they would find a way to choke yeah. in the playoffs. That's just what that organization does. Yeah, the past ten years they haven't been able to win anything. Oh Anything. my god, dude! That was so amazing, and because my little brother is out in Colorado, and mm-hmm. like so in his fraternity, obviously degenerate gamblers, like of every course. like every college, every college group, there's just yeah. that you find that everywhere, and they were all hammering Nuggets money line every game, and so I was like, you know what, I'm fucking riding with you guys, <laughs> and every game, like they were just coming back, and 
come back because everyone's like, dude, they just came back three one against the Jazz. Like they're not gonna come back three one against the no team's ever done it twice mm-hmm. in the franchise. Yeah. And they did it twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Crazy. And seeing Kawhi and Pandemic P sitting on the fucking sideline at the end of the game. The pandemic P was tragic. <laughs> tragic. Oh my god. Oh, and the thing about a player Paul George is like He's, he's, like, tried to do everything in his career for me not to like him. Because he's so fun. Like, in the when he was on the Pacers competing against LeBron, like, all this stuff. Yeah, though, I'll never forget those matchups. Oh, those yeah. Those Indiana Pacers, LeBron team of 2013-2014 were the best. Yeah. Those were awesome. Those were awesome matchups. Especially with Lance Stevenson. And yeah. Like, and, uh, George Hill. Yeah. And um, I uh, – Watched his because I thought he was gonna come to the Lakers um, in that off season, mm-hmm. and like my roommate was a big Lakers fan at the time, so we were watching his documentary. He did like a three part series, like mm-hmm. it was basically like called like Coming Home, like you know what I mean. And he, um, what's it called? And he put so he's like, yeah, like I'm from LA, all this stuff. And he's like talking about we're like sick, like is he gonna go to the Lakers for the Clippers? Clippers? What is yeah. he gonna do? And then they get to the third episode, and it's his agent explaining him the Supermax contract. And he's like, yo, like, so if you stay in Oklahoma City, you're going to make an extra, like, $11 million. Mm-hmm. And then so, like, and then he's like, oh, I'm just going to do that. And like and like, <laughs> and, like, and I was like, dude, why'd you, like, make me, like, think that you were, yeah. like, some, like, homegrown, like, I do this for the it's love of the game. Money. It's all about it's money. It's all about money. Not that it's bad. And, like, I'll, I just want you to tell me to my face, like, it's about the money. You can't, like, fucking lie to me that it's about these, like, homegrown roots. Like, yeah. get me hyped up. You're going to the L.A. And then he's like, no, I'm going to stay in I'm Oklahoma stay City. In my extra and obviously ended up getting traded and making yeah, it to LA. It. But I was like, you made, like, my whole attitude to Paul George flipped in that fucking documentary. <laughs> I was, him and, and it was so funny that they're fucking filming this. Him in, like, the conference room and his agent's, like, yeah, oh, got two. a whiteboard. And he's like, <laughs> and he's <Super> like. Supermax? <laughs> <Max. laughs> and they were like, this is the Supermax and this is the Max. And he's like, oh, you remember that shit from the two episodes I just yeah. made you watch? I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, I'm fucking watching this yeah. shit right here. What a way to end it. What yeah. a way to end. <laughs> All right, brother. We just did 110. There you go. Yeah, bro. A nice healthy by. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> healthy time. Need. I like shooting for the hour. Yeah, no. No, no, no video, but, you know, keep Yeah, I forgot the SD card. Yeah. Can't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of stuff going on in sports and yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. for next week. Yeah, bro, I can't wait, yeah. you know. Now we're two in a row. We can't mess now. No, we got to keep going. Hell gotta yeah, plug brother. Along. Thanks for coming. Of Thanks course. for tuning in.